that wasn't enough to take me out of the show, though. I'm not it saying it took enough. me out of the show. I'm just saying that's what I didn't like about that scene. Right. Or, you know, I did like um, the guy with the blonde hair with the white eyes. Oh, stop right there. I loved him, too. He was just- <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about his wife, goddammit. <laughs> I was saying how much I hate people that say sody. That 1950s pop culture <laughs> leftovers. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We're the pop culture <laughs> leftovers. I was saying how much I hate people that say sody. I literally watched <laughs> this entire show buck naked. <laughs> I was saying how much I hate people that say sody. I was saying how much I hate people that say sody. I'm fucking up this whole show. I'm so sorry, guys. Edit this shit out. I'm so sorry. No, you are fine. I say right now. Did you want to say something? God damn it! Did you want to bring something up tonight? I was saying how much I hate people that say sody. Episode nine. There's already like seven million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. And we don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kid. I was saying how much I hate people that say sody. Good it, toss it, good it, taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over, counterculture, pushovers. Pop culture. Leftovers. And we're the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second week after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian Frederick. I'm Dan Hill. I'm Jason Piper. I'm Jake Elliott. And, and we're, we're the, the Leftovers. leftovers. Woo! All right. Uh, welcome back to Pop Culture Leftovers. It's always good to be back. Last week, we did our Man of Steel episode. I had a lot of fun. I don't know about you guys. Oh, yeah. It was fun, but I mean, yeah, we did have to re-record it. Uh, this week, hopefully, we won't have that problem. Still fun the second time, even, It guys. was. It, it was. You know, I had more fun doing the podcast than watching the movie. <laughs> that's, Damn it! That's understandable from you, Jake. Yeah, um, it's begun. <laughs> this is our every. Uh, this is episode nine. It's our uh, everything but the uh, everything but the kitchen sink episode. It's our, this is our second our one. second one that we've yeah. done. Uh, if you haven't yeah. listened to the first, that's probably a good thing. Right? Um, just kidding. No, it was a fun episode even the yeah. first time. But um, I do want to. You know what? I want to shout out to our fans real quick. We've okay. had some really vocal fans on Facebook and in Twitter. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm on Facebook most of the time. I don't have a Twitter. So yeah. if if any fans want to get in contact with me, they need, either need to email me or you know send something on Facebook. That's where I'm more interactive. But Dan and Jake, you guys have been all over the Twitter, uh, and that's awesome. But I, I did want to shout out some of the fans. Um, you know, Jake Johnston, uh, Ross Ort, uh, Charlotte Collentine, Jeffrey Dylan Hensley, Daniel Bokemper, Blaine McLean, 
Scott Dixon, um, also Chuck and Ryan from the Star Joe's podcast. They've been very vocal on our page. Yes, thank you. Um, and they actually shout us, shouted us out on episode 97 of their show, um, Star Joe's. And so I wanted to thank them for that. Those guys are awesome. They put out a quality podcast every week. Like, if you like 80s properties, cartoons, like, you know, like, uh, you know, you got uh, uh, G.I. Joe, Transformers, right. Thundercats, mm-hmm. you know, Voltron, anything they covered on their show. Um, it, it's a great show. Uh, I, I subscribe and I suggest that everyone else, if you like that kind of, uh, you know, those 80s properties. Uh, and then they, and they do comic book reviews, too. So right. subscribe. They, they get great guests also. They do. They do. A lot better guests than we do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chad Michaels. <laughs> Chad was going to be here tonight, but uh, Chad's got his going away party because he's heading out to Maryland, um, right. and uh, he partied a little too hard last night. So he get will better, not be, buddy. Yeah, get better. Hang in there, and hopefully he'll be here next week. Won't be his last. Now next week we are going to be doing an all comic book show. Plus we're going to be talking about our favorite childhood toys. Oh, no nice. fun! So Dan will be talking about some, you know no, dildos no. And, <laughs> and ball gags and no, crop that, whips. That wasn't and, until teenage years last week you you brought over your uh you know american horror story leather jumps your little leather suit that they wore in america yeah and i was disappointed when you wouldn't get into it (laughs) (laughs) actually the reason i brought is because i thought jake was coming down right and then he bailed so it was already in my car yeah so jake it'll Uh, be how much i like you know how much i like the rubber man suit yeah the rubber man suit it'll it's in the closet over here so who would win in a fight the rubber man or um (laughs) the 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 guy in the rubber outfit in uh pulp fiction uh the gimp versus the rubber man the gimp versus the rubber man (laughs) i've always wondered that once that's one of the uh age-old uh you know battles but anyway i want to give a thanks to pete nine and mike Bree on for all the Twitter love yeah. the past couple days. Yeah. They've been very vocal and we'd love to hear from you guys. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, um, how was everybody's week? Everybody have a good week? I know after the whole uh, Man of Steel fiasco with the recording. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was all right. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good week. Yeah, it was good. a good week. Hot. It was hot. Yeah, God. Very hot. Um, I, I got to see This is the End, so that was the highlight. We're going to talk about that at the end of the show. Right. I'm not going to discuss it here. No, but, uh, that's fine. It was a highlight of my week. And Yeah. Uh, well Dan, did you get to see it? I didn't. No. No. All right. I know all of us have seen it except for Dan. That seems to be the trend on the show. <laughs> that's the second movie I haven't seen. <laughs> Actually, I guess third if you guys are going to talk about. We're going to uh, talk a little bit about World War Z, I'm Z, sure. Z, Z. Yeah. <laughs> Z, Z, Z. <laughs> World War Z. Yeah. Oh, anyway. God. But, yeah. Hey, you guys want to know how I know that these are the end times and the apocalypse is near? How? Tell us. Okay. Listen to this. Uh, this was on ABC Family. Did I get to choose if I have two moms? Watch yourself, young man. Watch this, mom. From executive producer Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Oh, no. Did you hear that yeah. at the end? Yeah. Did you yeah. hear that? Did I get to choose if I have two moms? Watch yourself, young man. Watch this mom. From executive producer Jennifer Lopez. Executive producer Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> okay. The end times are near. And was that a chainsaw I heard? I, like I don't, was that might have been the mom's arms off or something. No, it's just a really bad show on ABC. Thought she was trying to do horrors or something. But it's the end of the world because Jennifer Lopez is now an executive producer. I understand that. Yeah, that's, oh, that's terrible. Man. Right. Ugh. Ugh. Why? <laughs> but what is it? What ABC, is it? ABC Family. They totally redeemed themselves. You know how we had our guilty pleasures episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Melissa and Joey's coming to primetime? No, there. Well, listen. There, there, there's there. To, to, to be fair, it was a really good episode, and there was a Star Wars ep, uh, drop on it. So okay. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this real quick. Okay. Okay. Earth 
this 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 is a big deal. This could be like like Star Wars all over again. Seriously, come on. You know, Luke liked Leia, and then Leia kissed Luke, and then they found out they were brother and sister, and she was like, oh, gross, it never happened. So in your world, I'm Leia. Austin is Luke. Russell's Darth Vader. So what does that make you, Han Solo? I didn't ask to be the coolest man in the universe. It just happened. That is a hilarious show. What is it? Melissa and Joey. Is it? Yeah, that was I was just joking. Man. I didn't know it was going to be for real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving you shit. I know that's your show, man. That's my show. I know. Gosh, unbelievable. So when's that coming back on? It's been on. Okay. See, I didn't know. Jeez. <laughs> they had their season premiere it, like three, four weeks ago. So the finale's almost here? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, four to five episode season. You guys are killing me. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, Kardashians is back on. You can make fun of me for that. I mean, we've been I've been balls deep in that show. <laughs> I will not watch any more of that show. It's just brainless and mindless, and all the people on that show are just idiots. That's cool. All right, let's let's go over some news and reviews with our good pop bad pop segment. It's time for more leftover reviews with good pop bad pop. First thing I want to talk about real quick is we received a comment on our Facebook page from a leftover listener that I'd like to talk about for a moment. Um, Jake Johnston writes, I tell you what, guys, you four have great chemistry on the show. I know Brian and Jay from growing up in Germantown, and they are the shit. Dan and Jake have, a, have good opinions also. This Man of Steel episode really kicked ass. I will finally be able to see it this Friday, and the show really pumped me up for that. I noticed on two occasions you guys mentioned Superman Returns. What are your guys' opinions on that movie? I love almost all superhero movies, soups and bats especially, and anything related. Just wondered what you guys thought about that one or any other uh, hero movies for that matter. Thor, Captain America, Catwoman, etc. Thanks, guys. Mm. Um, you know, first off, I just want to thank Jake uh, for listening. And uh, yeah. if we're ever in the area, we're, we'll definitely let you buy us a drink. So, Heck yeah, <laughs> <For sure. laughs> just kidding. I was, I was, I was going to dive in and, and start answering these, but I feel that this is really a loaded question. I think we need to do an entire show on it. Right. Okay. I agree. So, in the foreseeable future, we will have a show where we talk about our favorite and not so favorite comic book movies on the silver screen. Okay. Um, yes. and, and we totally give you one hundred percent credit for this idea so thank you and you'll be the first to know when that show is going to uh, come out awesome yeah i I think it's a great question so thanks again jake you're a huge fan of harry potter am i correct i am you are correct yes have you been to universal studios lately with i I wish yeah i was there when they were uh when they were actually making it when they were like doing they were designing it and they were making it but it hadn't been completed but this is kind of related you remember the uh, the invisibility cloak that we were interested Introduced to in the Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, yeah, that Dumbledore gives him. Yes. Well, John and Benjamin Howell of the University of Rochester have announced that they have designed an invisibility cloak that can be adjusted to any size. They designed oh, a device. Geez. I know. They, divide, they designed a device that's capable of hiding a human being. By using lenses and mirrors, light is maneuvered around the object to make it seem like it's not there. With this design, an invisibility cloak can be reshaped to fit any size. The invisibility cloak is far from being perfected. Remember, this is an optical illusion, and as of now, the current developments in invisibility devices can only make an object seem veiled from one direction. Though scientists have yet to create a device that can make objects invisible from multiple directions. <laughs> wow. Still- I gotta imagine this device is pretty heavy, too, still. Wow. But uh, I, I've seen it like with a car. They mm-hmm. had a car that was able to reflect with these mirrors, and it made the car like look invisible in the woods. It was really wow. cool. <laughs> but uh, you know, why wasn't this invented while I was in high school? <laughs> you know, I would have killed to have walked into the girls' locker room 
wearing one oh of these my. bad boys back in the day. Yeah. Just stood there. Just yeah, just stood there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Watching. He's not Watch. lying. Watching. Yeah, for sure. Taking notes. <laughs> That's amazing. That is fucking amazing. Taking notes for a future podcast. <laughs> so, yeah. What's that, Dan? I was just saying, if you're taking notes for a future podcast, this must have been like, what, two weeks ago you were in there? <laughs> um, Good audio drop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Red Robin, the Colorado, the uh, Colorado-based burger chain, has partnered with Yummy. Yeah, Yummy. That is their <laughs> that's their slogan, right? I don't know. <laughs> I thought no, it was Red Robin. Yum, yum. It wasn't Yummy. Red it wasn't Robin. Yummy. So, the Colorado-based burger chain, they've partnered with Fox's The Wolverine, and they've created two gourmet burgers inspired by the film. Um, the first is called the Berserker Burger. It's oh. topped with aioli, spicy pickles, onion straws, cheddar cheese on a bun. And it has get this Wolverine claw marks on it. Uh oh, like grill marks? Claw? I I, I don't know. I, I haven't. I gotta see the bun. I guess it's it probably like somebody's like, fingers just running through. It probably has three slashes on the top of the bun. <laughs> what do you? What you got say? The biggest nails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's got the biggest nails that works there comes by and just slices. <laughs> just they just scratch the burger. <laughs> yeah. I'm Wolverine. If you have really bad service, their their actual nails will probably be in the sandwich, <laughs> <laughs> along with hair and everything else. What's the other burger called? The other yeah, burger. Other it's burger? Uh, and then there's the Kazuri style tavern double. I'd probably rather order that just based off the name. It comes with samurai slaw. Ooh. Ginger garlic wonton strips and cilantro. Uh, no claw marks, though. Um, Definitely Asian influence. Uh, with Red Robin customers, you can get a limited edition uh, Wolverine gift card, which it gets you free uh, movie ticket. It enters you to win a sweepstakes, and then you get a bunch of stuff in the sweepstakes, too. So if you have a Red Robin in your area, check that out. So. I've never eaten at a Red Robin before. It's burgers. They're on the East yeah, Coast. Yeah, it's burgers too. and yeah. stuff. I haven't. I, I see the commercials Endless all the time. Endless fries or something. Yeah. 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 Um, I did want to bring up, there's a really cool DC Entertainment Indiegogo going on right now. If you're not familiar with Indiegogo, we've talked about it before, but it's kind of like Kickstarter. You help back these independent projects, you know, whether it's movies, comics, clothing, technology, whatever. And if they hit their money goal, you get whatever they're trying to promote. So DC has launched their We Can Be Heroes Superman Edition Indiegogo to take advantage of the Man of Steel hype that's been generated with the release of the new film. Funding from this project goes anywhere from $10 up to $25,000. I just wanted to go over a few of them with you. For $30, you get a one-year print subscription to Action Comics or the new Hmm. Batman Superman series that's coming out. Nice. Or uh, the Justice League. So that's $30. Wow. It'll get you the print subscription. Now, for $35, you get the Superman Unbound Blu-ray that, you know, Jay and Jake, actually, they reviewed way back in episode three. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tupperware it. Yep. But the Blu-ray is signed by the director, James Tucker. Cool. Let's talk about the high ticket items now, okay? okay. For $1,000, you can get a Superman dream bedroom for your kids. It includes a recliner. This is all Superman, like a Superman recliner. Twin sheet set, comforter, storage ottoman, wall decor, and a bean bag. Ooh, uh, and then I Michael. Like that Sh- for me, yeah. That'd be awesome. And, and Michael Shannon, who plays General Zod, will babysit your kids for one night while you're out of town. 
No way. I'm yeah, fucking right. with you. I'm I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, how much are they paying him to do that? Can you imagine how good your kids would be, though? Oh, my gosh. They would. They... Don't let them see that movie before. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they won't come out of their room. Uh, okay. Now, for $5,000, you could have been... Uh, you could have been drawn into an actual issue of Action Comics and get to keep the original art from the page you're drawn in that is signed by the artist that drew it. Now, there were three of these, and I checked this morning. They're all gone. They're purchased. Oh, wow. So they're gone. That's awesome. Um, and I was looking that, like, these are tax write-offs. You can get, like, for the $5,000 that you spent, like, $2,091 of it was a tax write-off. Wow. Now, okay, here we go. Now, if you're ready to shell out some big bucks, you can drop (laughs) (laughs) $25,000. Listen to this. $25,000 and have the amazing artist Jim Lee come to your hometown and paint a wall for you. Holy shit. (laughs) Holy shit. Can you imagine that, Jay, if he came out to your store and painted a wall in your store? Oh, my God. I'd make him do X-Men. Oh, the, the possibilities are endless, man. Oh, Jesus. Is there any details on if could, could he do it like an outside wall? Yeah, he could do I'm sure he could do like an a outside public wall. wall if we got the... I'm sure that's that's what they were kind of thinking. But I mean, like if a comic book store did this, I'm sure they'd want it like right. on the inside to kind of show off like as a piece of well, art yeah. For, yeah. for everybody. That, that's awesome. Now, there's only one of these available and it's still available. I wonder how long like this would take him to do. Right. You know, like mm. does, does he like live with you? <laughs> You would think more than you know. Hey, yeah. you, you come home from work and, hey, Jim. Right. You need a beer? <laughs> I think it'd be a really cool idea for a sitcom. You know, he could just listen in to the family's problems all day while he paints. And, and at the end yeah. of the day of the episode, he would just give the sage advice and everyone would work out their problems. Yeah. <laughs> I could see just that. draw be, it. Yeah. You know, he'd just sit there and paint his little drawings. And at the end of the show, bam, he's like Silent Bob was like blowing your mind right. with like his sage. He's like an oracle of wisdom, blows your fucking mind. I'd watch oh, That's it. a really cool, I, cool But it's kind of a rip off from uh, Murphy Brown. Remember she had the painter that lived with her for the right. like, first four yeah, seasons? Yeah, most people won't catch that. But no, it's cool though. $25,000, I don't have that kind of money. Fuck I think no. like $12,000 <laughs> is like, I'd have to sell my house. <laughs> but like, we should, start our, we should start our own Indiegogo. Well, right. hey, let's not get ahead of ourselves. All right. All right. We should, I think we should too though, Jake. But <laughs> one of these days, one of these days. So, Jake, you had some uh, interesting uh, Oz Great and Powerful news. You, you'd watch that on Blu-ray for the first time? Yeah, I missed it in the theater. Um, Sam Raimi's my all-time favorite director, but I was in the middle of moving, and it seemed like it was only in the theater for about three, four weeks before yeah. I lost my chance to see it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, I really loved it. It was really great. I, I wish I would have got the chance to see it in the theater. Um, it was definitely a strong Tupperware for me. I don't know about the rest of you guys, if you saw it or not. I saw it in the theater. Unfortunately, I saw it in 2D. I didn't see That's it in 3D. I saw it, too. Yeah, yeah. I wish I would have seen it in 3D. I heard some really good things about 3D yeah. on that show. It would have been neat seeing that yeah. in 3D. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we do have a rating system. Jake, you gave it a Tupperware. I'm going to – let me play the audio drop of the rating system just in, pa- in case this is your first time listening to the show. Let's do it. The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. 
All right, so Jake, you gave it a Tupperware. I'm going to go ahead and throw in my two cents. I gave it a Tupperware as well. I, I, you know, I thought that they get, did a good job of uh, tying it in with the original uh, Wizard of Oz movie without taking away from it. Right. You know, there were some things that they couldn't do. They couldn't uh, use the ruby red slippers in the film because yeah. those are actually owned by MGM. Hmm. I thought not being able to use all that stuff was kind of a, a little bit of worked in their favor. It made it a little bit more original and they had to work harder to make it just, you know. Right. Yeah. Not have prequelitis and be a very original story. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, they didn't have to throw in the scarecrow or the lion or the tin man, you know, but there were Easter eggs in the film too, oh, which yeah, were cool. Definitely. Now, um, you know, they also couldn't use Myla Kunis was the wicked witch and they couldn't use the ex- same color, uh, the shade of green that she was in the original film. So they had to choose a completely different shade of green. For that character so you know to the extreme mgm did not let them uh you know use some of the things from the original film which like jake said it might have worked to their advantage to make an original movie without it is wizard of oz in the public domain do you know that jake i don't think it is i, I still don't think it's old enough yet uh-huh wow that, so, that's odd because like i'm pretty sure tbs still has the only rights to or well turner has the right. only rights to play it on tv still okay yeah, I might have to look into that. I'm not 100% sure. But, yeah, I give it a, a, a Tupperware. Now, Jake, you watched it on Blu-ray. Were there any, uh, like, uh, special features on the Blu-ray? Um, there was a few special features. Um, kind of a light commentary, a few little making-of vignettes. It wasn't really packing with special features. The movie itself was good enough for me to own it, though. Now, Sam Raimi, he likes to put his brother. Is it Ted Raimi? Ted Raimi. He did, was Ted, did Ted make an appearance in this film? I did not spot Ted's appearance. Bruce Campbell yeah. is listed in the movie. He I was in the to, movie. I still have to Google it to see his appearance. Oh, seriously? He was one of the guards. Oh, really? Yeah. Did he have yeah. a speaking line? Yes. Gotcha. Okay. I, kn- I, I knew saw. it was him right away when I saw him. Now, I have an interesting fact about this movie that yeah, you may please. not have known. I thought this movie had a lot in common with another Sam Raimi movie, um, Army of Darkness, almost down to the T. <laughs> really? Um, Explain. Yeah, both have womanizing lead characters. They both get transported by strong winds to somewhere where they take on the role of being a prophesized hero that they're not really, but they both eventually step up and become that hero. Even some of the scenes were almost the same between uh, James Franco teaching them how to make flash powder and Ash teaching them how to make gunpowder and the rousing speech at the end to get all the factions to stand behind them and everything. Oh my god, you just blew my mind with the the gunpowder and all that stuff. Yeah, that was just like Ash. I mean, the story is almost exactly the same in some oh ways, God. like all the beats. You know, I don't think great. I've ever heard anybody cover this on a podcast or a review. So this is that is amazing. Yeah, I mean, it instantly made me think of Army of Darkness and everything. Right. I, I couldn't help but hear the similarities or see the similarities. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Did you have anything more to say about the the, the Oz is Great and Powerful? You've given me a lot to think yeah. about. Now that I'm going to watch, I'm never going to be able to see those two movies. Uh, the yeah, same again. I mean, that didn't take away from the movie at all. I still thought it was very charming. I loved all the side characters between the porcelain doll and uh, Zach Braff and the monkey. And I just thought it was a very charming, fun film. It was. It was. I, I, I agree. I, I liked it a lot better than the 80s movie. Oh, Return to Oz, where yeah. on the, right. the monkeys are on roller skates, right. I believe. Right. <laughs> or, or the Michael Jackson version. Right. Oh, no. Yeah. The Wizard. The Wasn't Wiz. That the Wiz. The Wiz. Yep. The, yeah. I took a Wiz on that movie. Now, <laughs> didn't was it was it Tina Turner that played her? I believe so. Yeah, oh, I think Jesus. so. Yeah. yeah, they were good. Or yeah, I think or it maybe was. it was Diana Ross. Diana Ross. Yeah. Was it Diana, Diana Ross? Ross? Okay. Yeah. Um, 
Are you guys excited for Kick-Ass 2? Yes. I'm mildly excited for it. Now, Jim Carrey, he's publicly distancing himself from Kick-Ass 2. Did you hear about this? It's weird. Um, It's really weird. The upcoming violent superhero film, uh, he stars as Colonel Stars and Stripes. Uh, He had this to say, I did Kick-Ass 2 a month before Sandy Hook, and now, in all good conscience, I cannot support that level of violence. He hmm. said this on Twitter earlier the, in the afternoon. My apologies to others involved in the film. I am not ashamed of it, but recent events have caused a change in my heart. So, I mean, there's violence in comic books. There's always going to be violence in comic books. You just have to separate that world from our real world. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I, I completely disagree with Jim Carrey on this. Right. You yeah, know, I, I've never found that movies or video games uh, that have violent content cause violence. Right. I, I just believe it's it's an extension of, of who we are as people, and we need to start to deal with that before, you know, blame game stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I understand what he's saying, but that doesn't take away from the fact that it's going to be a violent movie, and sure. that's what the comic book is. And like you said, that's permeating. Yeah. It, but that that's a result of us. That's we, not yeah. because... I agree. We saw the same kind of stuff after nine one one, where we couldn't see buildings fall in movies. Well, and Spider-Man. Yeah. Right, right. And, and, you know, now they we deleted have the those Superman scenes from Spider-Man. Buildings fall for a half an hour at the end of Man of Steel. So, obviously, after time goes, we, we stop being so sensitive, you know? Right. I heard somebody else on another podcast, they talked about the Man of Steel, where the buildings were, like, destroyed and stuff like that. But they said that it's a good opportunity for them to show the metropolis of tomorrow in the next film, how they rebuild. Right. Yeah, good way to push Lex Luthor up there. Exactly. That My thoughts exactly. Anyway, yeah, but you can't really disagree with what Jim Carrey says, but then again, I don't 100% uh, su- support it. No. If that yeah. makes any sense. Didn't this guy read the comic book before he made this movie? Right. I, mean, he, I gotta imagine he knew what he was getting into. Yeah. Uh, I got some encouraging news about the new Highlander film. Uh, according right. to The Wrap, uh, Ryan Reynolds will no longer be playing the part of Highlander. Right, which is great. Absolutely. (laughs) I I brought this up on Facebook, and I think that everyone uh, that responded was really relieved with this news. Uh, Dan, your buddy Nick, uh, he suggested that they cast former Punisher Thomas Jane as the new Highlander. Uh, oh, he said that uh, that Thomas Jane already looks, looks like, like Christopher yeah. Lambert. So I, I really love that casting idea. That's crazy because he's that's such a good recommendation. He's got the eyes and everything. Like to me, when I think of Highlander and the original performance, it's the eyes, you know. And sometimes they highlight them. It, it just shows the depth of like this guy's been around since the dawn of time. And Ryan Reynolds really couldn't, I don't think, have pulled that off. No, it had just been a quippy sarcastic movie with ryan yeah. reynolds in there and and i mean i understand why because you know he had the swords uh, when he played deadpool mm-hmm. you know so give this guy some swords and and you know he's a big name and you know let's watch him on the on the silver screen as highlander but but then again i mean he he ruined the green Lantern. not him personally ruined the green lantern franchise but it just left a bad taste in everybody's mouth because believe it or not i think he was a great hal jordan i just think that the script went like too cosmic i agree his error Arrogant personality made him a good Hal Jordan. Yeah, it, he was not the problem. He wasn't that the movie. problem. It was like first they were co- they, they were on Earth, then they went cosmic for five minutes, it and then they're back to the Earth, and then they had yeah. that stupid race car scene. Yeah, the Hot yeah. Wheels bullshit. I never seen it. You never watch Green Lantern? Fuck no. You, you, just, do, you don't do yourself a service and don't. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's all over the fucking place. Yeah, man. you're lucky. I, I never almost I walked never... out on that one for sure. That that's the only <laughs> superhero movie I've almost just left. It had the muddiest, shittiest 3D I've ever seen in a movie too. Yeah, I did not it, see it in 3D. 
I was so mad because of the potential, you know, but... Well, it's not like DC... DC tried to do the Marvel thing and make it, you know, a little campy, a little fun. Right. But it ultimately it failed. I didn't care for the villain in the film. Um, oh, no. <laughs> ridiculous, yeah. So, I mean, that, that, was just, that was just a horrible way to start that franchise. It but was, uh, I, uh, I laughed when uh, Hal Jordan's dad died. He, like, waves at Hal and then blows up. It was almost comical. <laughs> <laughs> it never the sparked. movie had failed at that point, you know? Right. It never sparked anything for me to go see it, to be honest with you. Well, you're lucky that yeah. you didn't see it. You're, you didn't miss anything. Dan, did you have some TV news you wanted to bring up? I did. There's actually a couple. Uh, Dan looks sad. I, I mean, sad. I, seriously, oh, I looked at Dan. Dan I think he, it's this weather that we're getting ready to get. It's horrible weather. Oh, yeah. yeah. Raindrops keep falling on my. You looked really sad when I looked over there, and I was like, maybe Dan wants to talk about some TV. Maybe that'll cheer him up. Well, sure, I, I do, but you're being a little bitch, Dan. The thing is, I don't know if anybody does. Anybody watch Breaking Bad on the show? Oh yeah. And everybody knows on August 11th is the premiere uh, to wrap up the series. It's, uh, is this like season five point two? Yeah, is that what they're doing? It is. Right. But I think it was. I think it was needed. It needed to happen. Yeah, they had to split this up. What right. six more episodes, guys? I believe so. But I'm just hoping that it wraps up the show the way we want it to wrap up the show because I know what I want, and I think maybe we can talk about this in a future episode when it starts to be back on TV and all that. But I'm, I know what I want to see, and um, I just hope they deliver with it. Yeah, I I don't even know what I want at this point. I mean, I think I thought midway through I had an idea of how it was going to end, but the way this half has ended, I have no idea what. I guess gonna... I guess we can all agree though it, we want it to end. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because it's a pretty horrible situation for these characters to be involved in and, and, and you can't expect it's going to continue no. you know past but, but the thing point. is is that I, I i encourage everybody to go watch this if you have netflix or if you have a way to watch this series get a hold of it i mean it took me a while to catch on but after the first couple episodes i was hooked and i wanted to watch the next episode immediately after i watched the the previous one it was just something like that for me right i i was the same way i didn't want to see a, a show about somebody who made drugs you know right but but once i started getting into it i was hooked i mean it's it's the dialogue the character interaction it's the story, and it's well fucking written, and the actors are phenomenal. I think, so, yeah. Brian, I think you would love it. I've yeah, actually watched sure. the pilot episode, yeah. and I I need to start watching it some more. See, it's funny, because everybody I talk to always says, I watched the pilot, mm-hmm. I either jumped in or I didn't. Yeah. And I was one that didn't jump in, but then I don't know what sparked it. I think I was done with the show, right. and I wanted to pick up a new one. So I was yeah. just like, well, I've already watched the pilot. Let me get into the second episode. After that, dude, I was hooked. Right. And yeah. I, I haven't watched it either, Brian. Okay. And no, okay. And you don't. It's not one of those shows where you relate to the character or you relate to what's going on. Sure. It's just I mean, he's got a terminal illness. Right. Like I, number one, I can't relate to that. Not only that, but just the fact that he's what he's doing for right. a living. I, mean, I got a question for uh, Dan. That's a little bit off the subject, but um, one of the actors from Breaking Bad is going to be starring in that Under the Dome that starts on Monday. Who? Uh, I'm not sure who it is because I've never seen Breaking Bad. I was just wondering if this was a good actor. Do you know a name? Uh, I'll find out real fast. Okay. Uh, Give me a name and i can tell you who it is under the dome yeah that's gonna come out monday the 24th that's probably around the time that's that tomorrow this night, show yeah. is gonna hit. um that's definitely set on my dvr but on before, mine too i want to get into that real quick but before i do want to say something real quick um to all the eastbound and down fans out there yeah, yeah. i don't know if you heard or not but season four will be back when uh, september 29th this year this year holy shit they started filming in june um and Mc, this is what McBride had to say a couple weeks ago. He Love said, me I, some Danny McBride. He said, I think this opportunity to do one extra season, uh, this bonus round with Kenny, 
creatively. We have the goods to deliver on that. He also added, it feels like there's an appetite from fans out there as well that they wouldn't be turned off by spending a little bit more time with his character. I mean, I, I would, I could spend 20 more years with the guy. Yeah, I mean, when it wrapped, <laughs> when it wrapped, I yeah. thought it was too soon, but I think they did a good job wrapping the show up. But this is what he had to say. At the end of the day, if HBO is going to pay us to go have fun with this character, then they still desire to explore it. Right. Which I think is awesome, because the way it ended, I was kind of mad. Really? Yeah, I mean, it was just like, it's maybe it's the sports fan in me. I wanted to see more of him in the big leagues again, because sure. at, at first we didn't see anything. Right. We saw at that ass end of his, of his career. Sure. And I want to see him, how he is interacting in the clubhouse with professionals, and if they May, put up with that, that shit. Do you and, think that's where they're going to take this fourth uh, season? No, I read a spoiler alert out there that he's going to be back with the Merman, which is the minor league team. Ah, so okay. I'm thinking they punish him for what he did, and you know yeah. what I mean? So, right. But I that, that I'm excited for that, and I just caught onto that's that show pretty recently so yeah it's a, it's a it, fantastic is this the show. last season it is it's this well is, the third season was supposed to be the last season they i mean they ended the the third season that was supposed to be it, it and okay. so we're gonna get a like dan said a bonus fourth a bonus, season it, and that's the key word bonus yeah because this was not supposed to happen i don't think a fifth season will happen no. unless we're this lucky fourth to season get, just blows up we're lucky to get the fourth to be honest with you yeah all right. Okay. Um, that actor is Dean Norris. He he'll he'll be the villain in Under the Dome. Um, okay. Big Jim. So I'm, I'm trying to find out what his name was in Breaking Bad for you. I'm assuming that's uh, the uh, what was the DEA agent? He DEA. plays Hank Schrader. Yeah, in exactly. Yep. Bad. He's the CEA or uh, DEA agent. Uh, right. Not to give anything away, but he actually is uh, the lead character's brother-in-law. Gotcha. You think he'll be a good villain? I can see him. Yeah. Hell yeah. He's just to give some everybody what he looks like. He's bald headed. He's kind of short and round, but he looks like a badass. He could be a badass. Why are you he, trying he's to? He's another guy. Why are you I trying to like describe for... me? <laughs> You're bald headed, short and fat. <laughs> he, he's another guy I would like to see as Lex Luthor if they ever. Ooh. Or like Brainiac. I'm actually even. surprised that he. None of them characters have really been in any any movies. No, not that I can remember. Yeah. All right, so um, it looks like Michael Bay continues to shit on our childhood. No, not again. <laughs> what else yes. is new? Well, you've we've been talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Yeah. But you know, first he shit on us with Transformers. So I don't know if you guys have heard. This is kind of old news, but. Splinter has been cast as Danny Woodburn, the little person best known as Kramer's sidekick on Seinfeld. Oh, wow. So, you know, that surely means that we'll see some amazing action scenes with Splinter, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It assures us. I really want to see him jumping off something that's elevated and doing a flip and hitting somebody. Yeah. I mean, couldn't they at least, I mean, at least do a CGI rat. Or something. Right. At this right. point, you have to, in my yeah. opinion. Oh, Come on now. Man. You're going to have somebody who's... Nothing against Danny Woodburn. Right. But I mean... You could have cast anybody with that. Yeah. You don't... Gosh, I don't want to see him, like, you know, wobbling around. <laughs> with a big nose. That's really the only thing they change on him. But some yeah. ears. Now they... This is... Now this is actually... This is blasphemy, in my opinion, in the Teenage Mutant Digital uh, Mythos, what they've done next. William Fichter. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the actor. He's the main villain in this summer's Lone Ranger. Uh, he was also uh, he was also in um, the Dark Knight. In the uh, do you remember the scene in the bank where the Joker's robbing the? Oh, yeah, I know exactly who you're talking okay. about. Like the last guy to die. He was the the guy that was trying to defend everybody with the gun. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. He usually plays a villain. Yeah. But in this one, he played a bank employee that was like you know like the trying- manager or something. Yeah. yeah. He's going to be cast as Shredder. <laughs> Hmm. So now Shredder is not Asian. Right. He's, wow. 
Shredder's a Caucasian man. Oh. And, the, and the, you know what pisses me off the most is that... That the, he's Caucasian? Not only that, but the one thing I remember from my childhood more than That Shredder was Asian. Is that... <laughs> That and he was he wasn't Caucasian, but right. but Ninja Turtles used to be in my life, right? Me too. And the fact that they're making a movie going against everything, yeah, I can still remember being twelve years old and watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the first film in theaters and being upset that Splinter was originally a rat, <laughs> right, in a cage yeah. that learned kung fu, fu right. from watching his master, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that was your first angry nerd moment right there. Seriously. Seriously, it could have been because, like, the splinter that I was introduced to was a man named Oroku Saki that was infected with the mutagen and became exposed to rats in the sewers. And that's what turned him into a rat. It wasn't he was a rat that learned kung fu from his master by watching him in a cage. Yeah. And they showed a they actually showed a little rat in a cage kicking. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I remember. How fucking lame was that? So I thought that was stupid, but I got over it. Yeah, but you would But now, now, Michael Bay is taking a total shit on this first he just wanted to call it ninja turtles and he wanted to say that they weren't mutant alien they weren't teenage but they were alien which i can understand if they used dimension x and they took the mutagen and the mutagen is alien and that's what turned them into teenage mutant ninja turtles but now he the uproar from fans we went crazy all the fanboys went crazy and so he's like no 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 it's teenage mutant ninja turtles you guys are you know don't don't lose it and who's letting him do this i can't remember the studio is it paramount it's probably paramount yeah Yeah. probably but fuck i mean with all the good movies coming out lately as far as you know why can't they do it proper you know why i I figured it out guys they don't care they are marketing this to kids they don't We've care anymore. Yeah. You've never you know, seen it. It's all about selling toys. Yep. Same same with the Transformers films. G.I. Joe. Oh, G.I. Yeah. Joe, they don't care. Because G.I. Yeah. Joe's, in my opinion, were terrible, too. Oh, I the, agree. The new movies. Yeah. I didn't watch the second one, Fuck but the first no. one was horrible with, like, the super suits. <laughs> as, long, as long as this new Ninja Turtles movie has a... Uh, Original Vanilla Ice song. I think they've done it justice. Yeah, it there you happen. go. <laughs> he's building. Ho- he's building homes now. Yeah, he's, he's not he's, rapping. He's flipping houses. <laughs> no, no, go ninja, go ninja, go. Oh, oh my man. gosh, <laughs> dude. So Shredder is now white. Fantastic. Yeah. Yep. It's better than Shredder being Kevin Nash. All I wanted to see. <laughs> all I've ever wanted to see is Rocksteady, Bebop, Bebop. Dimension yeah. X, X, Neutrinos. Uh. Crane, 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 save time. Yes, that's all. That's all I've and, wanted to see, and, I, I, and that's why I can't wait for the toy show because I remember the toy with the brain that came out of the stomach. Maybe oh, if they paint oh, Danny that. Woodburn pink and they throw him in the <laughs> belly of like I don't know, like like a like a really tall person. Yeah, which we could probably find a few. Um, we did talk. Uh, remember how we did talk about the production of Jurassic uh, Jurassic. I almost called it Jurassic Pork, pork again. again. Dude, you're hungry. You should have let me order you some food. Yeah, Dan Dan ordered some Jimmy John's. Yeah, They're so freaky fast. So, like, in a second here, you're probably going to hear Dan get up. And eat it. And eat it. So in that'll, be, that'll be great. Actually, the next half an hour of the show is just me eating the sandwich. You, yeah, we get to hear you chew. <laughs> I, thought, I thought Jurassic Pork was what the porn was called. Yeah, it was. <laughs> 
<laughs> was that in 3D? Velociraptor <laughs> on Velociraptor action. Ooh. Was <laughs> wow. that considered? No. Velociraptor. Oh. Velociraptor. Wow. <laughs> it's going to rape me. I know it. You're so smart. The Velociraptor. But anyways, you have news about Jurassic Park. I do. Jurassic Park 4, we talked about how it was uh, in hiatus a few weeks ago. Right. Well, I read some really, really, and I mean this, really exciting news for the franchise this week. Cool it's blue. not coming out in 2014, as previously rumored, but it is believed that Universal will roll this out in the summer of 2015. Now, there's going to be some serious competition that year. Huge. I'm sorry? Dude. Episode 7. Episode 7. Well, okay. It is gonna, they, are, they are talking about it coming out in the summer with Avengers 2, mm-hmm. Star Wars Episode 7, and Pirates of the Caribbean 5. The big news, though, is that Jurassic Park is going to separate itself from the pack, in my opinion. They will be filming it in 3D. Mm. Nice. That's right. Mm. This is not going to be post-converted 3D. They are filming this. They're not going to do post-conversion where they take each frame and they convert it to 3D after the fact. This is going to be shot in 3D. Do we have a director yet? Uh, we do. I, I, I would have to look it up. I got it. It's, Please uh, tell me it's not Joe Johnson. It, it's uh, Colin Trevorrow. That's correct. It's, it's Colin Trevorrow. Safety not guaranteed. Yes. Okay. Safety, okay. safety not guaranteed. I saw that in the theater here at the uh, Avon. Avon. It was fantastic. Really? Great film. I recommend it. Safety not guaranteed. It's about... Uh, uh, it's based on that uh, true story of the the classified ad. Oh yeah, where the person said that they could do time travel. Oh yeah, yeah. And they said okay. your safety is not guaranteed, but they'll show you how to do it, and you can travel back in time. What was so better? they based a whole movie on it? What was better, Silver Linings Playbook or Safety Not Guaranteed? Mm, I would have Silver to Linings say Playbook. Silver Linings Playbook. Wah, wah. Um, Such a great movie. The good news movie. did not stop there, though, guys, with Jurassic Park Four. Uh, We're also treated to the plot details about the fourth film in the franchise. Some of the film will take place in the island from the first film, Isla Nublar. Yes. So we're going back to the island in the first film. These plot details are thanks to JoeBlow.com. Jurassic Park 4, set in the present day, Isla Nublar, is now an actual theme park, as originally intended by John Hammond in the first film. It Mm -hmm. garners 10 million visitors per year and is completely safe. Until it's not. (laughs) The park itself is described as very SeaWorld-esque and includes an area called the Isla Nublar Lagoon. That means underwater dinos for the first time. No indication of what kind, but there's concept art showing one of the aquatic dinos as part of the show jumping out of the lagoon and eating a strung-up great white shark like it was a fish for a dolphin at SeaWorld. Holy shit. Wow. As part of the show, you ask? That's right, folks. This will feature tamed dinos. In fact, our source indicated that the usual menacing velociraptors, which will finally be muzzled along with the T-Rex until they're not, (laughs) will actually be used to fight the threat, which begins in the form of a new dinosaur. Uh Uh-oh. Not seen in any of the previous films and not disclosed to us. Oh, my God. Shows to be much smarter than the, ori- than the originally thought and is the main cause of the Havoc breakout at the park. Interesting. Mm. This is going to be awesome, I think. I think it will be, too. I think this is going to be that, a throwback to Jurassic Park. Yeah. And with it being filmed in actual 3D, I think this is going to thrill audiences again 20-plus yeah. years, years later. later. 
What do you think, Brian? Is it going to be returning characters or all new characters? All I like, care about hit? seeing is Dr. Malcolm. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I love him. The Chaos Theory. Bring ba- yes, bring back Chaos Theory. Bring back Jeff Goldblum. That's yes. all I care about. Yes. I don't know if you heard that. Sam Neill has already said that he's not coming back. Okay. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, well. All right. Um, I, I did want to bring up uh, Marvel news. Jay, I'm sure you have some Marvel news. Oh, yeah. For okay. Sure. Go for it, buddy. So, Avengers 2, we have Robert Downey Jr. is confirmed That's for... That's the biggest news. Iron Avengers Man. 2 and Avengers 3. But Josh- this is not a confirmation for Iron Man. Right. Uh, a, uh, another Iron Man movie. So Josh Whedon uh, was right. Right. It, it begs the question, you know, what are they going to do with Iron Man? Are they going to continue it? Was this the last one? Hopefully. But he's definitely going to be in Avengers 2 and 3. And and Whedon, they, they asked, well, you know, he destroyed all his armor at the end of Iron Man 3. He took out his, what, what do they call that? The ring that he puts in his chest. What's that? What's the name for that? Oh, I'm drawing a blank on it, too. The, well, they take it out. Right. The, the thing that gives him all his his, his power and uh, it keeps the, the, the magnets from going into his chest. We, I shirts. know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, um, and he, he just basically kind of joked and said, well, it's up, his, it's up his rectum. But he still has one and he still has a suit of armor. And I'm not gonna. And he said he's not gonna tell everybody what it is, of course. But he still has that. It's the arc reactor. The arc, the arc reactor. reactor. Yes. Yeah. So he's definitely coming back for that, which is good news in my opinion. Um, but does he play and, a big role in the movie? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. You think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they oh, signed yeah. him to a movie. Listen, w- these contracts with Robert Downey Jr. are no joke. He gets incentives on these, so it's not if the movie does better. Robert Downey Jr. makes more money. Right. So he's going to be a big part of these films Putting because he wants to make more money. I don't honestly think that he's 100% the brains behind this either. His wife, Sharon Downey, she's a fucking genius when it comes to being – she's pretty much his agent. Mm-hmm. So right. nothing goes through that the Downey family right. without Sharon being a big part of this. Whoa. Disney has also set 2016 and 2017 dates for two unannounced Marvel movies. They are May 6th, 2016, and then May 5th, 2017. These are reserved for the big summer blockbusters. I mean, you know, you had Iron Man – the first film mm-hmm. that was a May release, Avengers was a May release. These May release films from Marvel Studios are a big deal. So I wanted to talk right. about what I think these movies would definitely won't be. Um, I think okay. it's a pretty safe bet that it's not going to be a Thor or Captain America movie. You know, we've got Cap coming out in April 2014, and Thor is coming out in the f- in, uh, fall uh, this November. This year, yeah. I could just don't. Please be the, could it please be the Doctor Strange movie? Well, let, let, let's get to that. I don't see. Let's talk about what it's not going to be. Let's narrow it down first. I, Good idea. I just don't see Marvel kicking off their summer event with one of those two, like Thor or Captain. Right. Um, I also don't think it's going to be a Black Panther or a Doctor Strange or Iron Fist movie. I don't. These are rel- two relative, three actually, three relatively unknown characters to non-comic book fans. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I, I just don't see Marvel kicking off their summer with unknown properties. Now, you can argue that Iron Man wasn't unknown to comic book fan to non-comic book fans back in 2008. But see, that was an experiment to see if people would take to the character and the film, and they did. And it was also an experiment to see if they could pull off this expanded Marvel universe with a possible Avengers film. 
Right. No, but, and they pulled it off. But we're not in the experimental stage anymore. No, it's true. At least with not summer. At least not with summer blockbusters. They need a guaranteed success to kick off the summer and phase three. Okay, here we go. Let's talk about what it could be. Maybe a Hulk movie? Mm. Maybe. Okay, that's my first guess. Do you, do you guys have a guess? Because I've got a couple more. Well, this is, is this phase three officially we're talking about? This is phase three because okay. 2016, 2015 is going to be the Avengers. Okay. I have one guess. Okay. Maybe finally a Hulk movie that's good? That's what I said. I said maybe a Hulk movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was all happy about it. And I know. Then he's like, yeah. oh. Then he's like, shit, I just woke up and I didn't hear what Brian said a few seconds ago. <laughs> but, but then he did say that was good, though. Okay, here's my two, here's my two things that I think it, that it might be. The first one is least likely. Why not a Cap and Thor team-up movie? Ooh. Oh, yeah, just any team-up, Marvel team-up, the movie. I mean, they talk about why these characters don't... I mean, we as fanboys, we talk about why don't these characters hang out when they aren't in the Avengers right. movies. Yeah. This right. movie would settle that fucking debate. Okay. Okay, and also, Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth, they've both come out and said they'd love to appear in one of their movies together. So Chris Hemsworth in a Cap movie or, yeah. or Chris Evans in a Thor movie. Mm-hmm. They, they've already come out and said that. But I think that... If I had to take a guess as to what this is going to be, I would say that they are waiting to see how this Guardians of the Galaxy movie is going to perform in 2014. Right. And I think that this 2016 or 2017 movie is going to be the Nova movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I only wish. Yeah. That, that, I'm in total agreement. I, I think that's what they're setting up for. I think the comics are even setting up for it. Yep. Um, Iron Man 3 set up, in my opinion, for it. And it's, it's either going to be, it's got to be an extension of Guardians of the Galaxy, in my opinion. Right. It's got to be based off that movie, and we know the Nova Corps are going to be in it. That's why they're setting it up. Boom, yeah. That's why they're setting it up. There's no other reason. No. Do you think it's possible that we ever got a Marvel movie that's just called The Event? instead of called the team or the character, you know, Infinity Gauntlet, the movie, right. Civil War, the movie. Do you think that's a possibility? Uh, well, I mean, with, I mean, it's going to, Infinity Gauntlet, maybe. I, I don't even mean specifically these stories. I just right. mean naming the movie the event rather than naming the movie the character or the team. Uh, as long as audiences are smart enough to pick it up. Yeah. Yeah, most gotcha. people wouldn't. That's a good opinion. point. So yeah, they're not, I don't think they would be. I mean, you could do Avengers Civil War, right? Know, something yeah, like but you that, have to put but... Avengers in front of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Avengers colon or semicolon Civil right. War. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I wouldn't pick it up unless you guys brought it up or I watched the trailer with the actual characters in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Now, speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, there was some really cool news uh, that came out courtesy of JoeBlow.com. Ronan the Accuser will be the film's lead villain. Right. Thanos plays a large role in the overall scheme of things. Mm-hmm. The Guardians will operate out of their base of operations called Nowhere, a space station with the ability to teleport throughout the universe. Yes, I love Nowhere. This is a big one here. No members of the Avengers featured in the film. Right. That's fine by me. But that it does take place in the same time and universe as the current phase of the films. And now we're also hearing that the Guardians of the Galaxy will not appear in Avengers 2. Did you guys hear that? Mm-mm. Yeah, they, they won't interact right. uh, as far as that Is goes. that going to be a but, Phase 3 thing, you think? Well, yeah, like you said, Nova. Yeah, uh-huh, agreed. That's so great, Nowhere's going to be in it. Um, that makes me think Cosmo the Talking Dog will be in it because he's such a big part of Nowhere. It could love, happen. Love Cosmo the Talking Dog. They, they also gave it a working title. Did you guys see that? Yet? No. 
Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy film? Yeah. He he had joked about previously they kind of put stuff out to throw people off, but uh-huh. he put out titles like Hug, uh, Caged Heat, Thursday Morning, and Freezer Burn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but his work, the, the current working title is Full Tilt at this point, Guardians of the Galaxy Full Tilt. Huh. And it will be filmed at uh, Pinewood Studios, which is also where Star Wars is going to be filmed and was filmed. So that kind of gives us an indication as to what type of movie this is going to be. Yeah, they're, they're going all out. I mean, if you guys have even seen the promo like artwork for this, yeah. it looks like fucking Star Wars. I have a lot of faith in James Gunn. Um, I think he's pretty brilliant. I think he's really going to bring it with this movie. They're the, really the, thinking outside the box with him as a director. Yeah, oh, yeah, and the thing about this is is he's a fan from like early on. He, he's right. a fan of Guardians of the Galaxy. He's... He's a fan of comic books. He said he reads one a day at least. Oh, Let's, yeah. The second he got this job, he was tweeting about how excited he was yeah. to get to have Rocket Raccoon in a movie. Right. Let's admit, like, this could go really horribly bad. Mm-hmm. It like, could. Yeah, anytime, talk, talking Raccoon. Well, anytime you go cosmic, it could go really bad. Look at Green Lantern. Right. This, yeah. I don't want this to be Green Lantern. But it, it I think... It is worrisome that it could be a little silly. I think, like always, Marvel's going to show DC how to do the movies right. Yeah. Well, I think sure. they've made a great choice in James Gunn. I think that's the first thing that they've done correct with this film. The casting, I'm a little worried about uh, Batista. Yeah. yeah. I do love Chris Pratt. <laughs> As Star Lord, I, I, I like that too. Casting. I like that too because I have watched him a little bit ever since. Ever since uh, I heard about the casting, I've gone to YouTube and I've you know done some searches on him and watched him and other things and and I, and that does seem promising. So um, this week, the villains for the rumored Doctor Strange movie uh, they may have been revealed. Now this news comes from Latino Review. They have been a very credible source with most of their Marvel news. Uh, and they've right. published a, rep- a report saying that the movie will not have one, not two, but three villains from the comic book. Damn. A powerful sorcerer, Carl Mordo, Dormammu, an ancient being from a distant dimension, and a giant version of the mindless ones that are a race of beings with amazing strength but no will of their own and whoever controls them can use them for destruction. Right. That's awesome. I love uh, Dormammu. I'm glad he's getting the movie treatment. Right. Now, yeah, they, all, they also announced some possible heroes, didn't they? Did not hear that news. Yeah, actually, um, uh, Latino Review, which is also you know a, a good source, um, mm-hmm. the, they said the Ancient One, and I'm not I'm not super familiar with his you know heroes gallery, his friends or whatever. Right. Um, Asriel, Jake Claw, Wong, Talo, and you know again I don't know these guys, but these yeah. are from Latino Review, and you know again they're pretty right on with what they're talking about. Yeah, well, Wong they, is like his butler slash servant slash bodyguard character right right and the ancient one is who who taught him how to use the mystical art that's yes, correct taught him yes. and the other villain that brian uh, Mordo, was in Mordo. It. yeah yeah right yep. so that's cool yeah i mean I, I hope those things are true but like like you said it's early on we don't know if these well, are true we, or not we do know that the script has been written it may get tweaked a little bit and mm-hmm. I guess we're just he- waiting to hear director and cast details at this point, and then maybe a release date. Maybe, maybe, maybe Jake, you are right, and it, it is one of those May releases. But they're going to have to. I think if it is going to be a May release, they're going to have to cast a big time actor 
as Doctor Strange. Brian, I hope they get that shit right, man. I really love Doctor Strange. I don't want him to fuck that one up. Well, what if they do cast Patrick Dempsey, who's been uh, kind of... Oh. <laughs> he, he, has come, he has said that he would like to play Doctor Strange. I haven't heard that name in so long, I thought he was just done. No, no. McDreamy is still doing that. that if I uh, have to do a Patrick Dempsey show? Doctor Strange podcast, I might fire myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, McDreamy, he's doing that Grey's Anatomy show. I haven't enjoyed uh, anything he's done since Loverboy, personally. Uh, <laughs> Love Loverboy. Great movie. Oh anyway. Next topic, please cheer me up. All right. Well, well can, I, can I just add one more thing yes, to the Marvel please. news? Also in Avengers 2 news, uh, there will be no Loki in Avengers 2. Oh, wow. So, so oh. Thor Dark World will be the last we see of Loki for a while. And, and Whedon has also gone on to say again and reiterate the fact that Quicksilver will be a major character in this movie. Hmm. Scarlet Witch will be a main character. And they are also enemies at times. They're not just friends, and they don't, they're very layered characters. Right. Um, they'll go both ways, in other words. I expect nothing less from Whedon. Yeah, and it's fantastic because that's, that's what he wanted. He wanted to add this element that pushed the team, you know, it's, with this, this group that is very powerful. They have really cool powers, and they're going to be formidable if they do have to attack each other. But that's the thing, the team dynamic. And it's that's just unfortunate that our first view of Quicksilver is going to be in a Brian Singer X-Men Days of Future Past <sighs> movie. Yeah. Everything Brian Singer does is unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, I'm... You know, I'm pretty fed up with Brian Singer. You know, we're talking about him. So he made a statement saying that his movies are different because he's trying to build a universe, right, with X-Men. Yeah. And which, which he's already said, I've rebooted the, uh, this side of the, the studios already twice now with uh, X-Men and X-Men First Class. He's rebooted it twice. And so he was gloating about that, first of all, which pissed me off. Right. Um, X-Men First Class was Vaughn's baby, in my opinion. I don't it was. care what anyone says. I don't think Singer had much to do with that, um, besides maybe costume design or some shit. But he, he's trying to build an, a universe much like Avengers. And, but he's saying, oh, well, ours is different because the Marvel Studios version is not as serious as our X-Men and, and Spider-Man uh, Studios versions, which I totally disagree with. When I mean, did I it get serious? Just now? Right. That's what he's saying. And I, I, You know, the only thing that was serious was X-Men First Class. And he, like no. I said, he had very little to yeah, do with that. Yeah, which he pretty much stepped away from. Okay, right. X-Men First Class totally screwed the continuity of the franchise because that was like in my opinion a reboot and now they're trying to mix it in with the the, with the continuity of the original three x-men films yeah which brian singer singer directed the first two the third film wasn't even directed by brian singer you've got in the first film what's his name marsden playing cyclops in our present time and then you've got in the Matthew Vaughn X-Men First Class film, Alex playing Havoc in the right. 60s. They're brothers. How is that even possible? Yeah. So right <laughs> yeah. now, yeah, right now you've got a continuity issue with that. Is he really fucking old or Are something? Are we going to fix it? 
Exactly. Are we going to fix everything with time travel? I mean, I know there's time travel in the X-Men universe, but can you fix everything with time travel? Right. Singer has never given a fuck about the comic book fans. No, it it just seems like another highfalutin idea like Superman 2 was, and it won't be executed properly. He did Jack the Giant Slayer 2. Anybody see that? No, No, I didn't see that. I didn't see that, no. Nobody saw that, from what I heard. (laughs) (laughs) This just gives me nightmares of X-Men 3 again. I've said it before, but it just seems like a clusterfuck of a movie guys days of future past we haven't we haven't we haven't seen the only good x-men movie we've seen is the matthew vaughn film Mm -hmm. yeah agreed x-men one two Mm -hmm. and three were shit and people can say x-men two is really good it was a pile of horse shit uh brian (laughs) i completely agree it shoots its wild in the first 15 minutes with its only two action sequences and it's just a pacing nightmare brian singer can't do action i talked about this in episode six or seven yeah Right, and yeah, I mean... It's, it's awful. He shit on the Dark Phoenix saga. Oh, my God. And now he's going to shit on Days of Future Past. The two best, well, besides Inferno, maybe, X-Men stories that have ever been written. And, yeah, and this attitude that, oh, we're, you know, we're different from the Marvel Studios. We're more serious. I, I don't agree. I don't agree at all. This week, Singer tweeted an image. This might give away some plot details for the uh, Days of Future Past, but Singer has been tweeting pictures of everything yeah, for this time. film. He tweets everything. He tweeted the Quicksilver news. He tweets pictures of everything. I'm surprised he hasn't taken a uh, like a tweeted a picture of Beast on the toilet right. taking a shit. Because <laughs> we did see the you Beast promo recently. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So Singer, he tweeted an image that looks to be from like the set of a political event, what appears to be the start of a speech written on White House stationery. Uh, and, and it says on the stationery, Today we face the gravest threat in our history. What the world witnessed in Paris was not an isolated incident. <laughs> so it's like now we've got a little bit of plot details. He just keeps feeding us all this stuff. None of it is making me want to see this film. No. It's detracting me from it. Right. It's like desperation to me. It's like, hey, you guys have got to see this. I'm going to let you know every five minutes that you've got to see this because it's phenomenal. He is tweeting every freaking second and it's pictures it's plot details it's almost to the point of annoying absolutely i agree sony announced two more amazing spider-man movies yes yes they did part two is in production now and we get the news that sony is going to be also making parts three and four wow according to deadline chairman of worldwide marketing and distribution for sony pictures jeff blake gave us dates for parts three and four june 10th 2016 and may 4th 2018 Wow. That's big news. And it shows that Sony thinks that they really have something with this new adaptation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also learned that this week, um, Mary Jane Watson, who no has longer. actually been cast, is now cut from the Amazing Spider-Man 2 film. Mary Jane was going to be played by Shailene Woodley. You remember her from The Descendants, the George right. Clooney movie? Right. I love that movie, by yeah. the way. But now we get news from The Hollywood Reporter that it's more likely that Woodley will not even return and that the cat the part will be recast keep in mind i mean she's filmed her parts for the movie oh jeez mm-hmm. yeah this was a late cut and absolutely and it, was, it was because of what what i mean she had like scheduling problems or something like that they said no oh, I, yeah. I didn't know i didn't hear that. why either well the the director came out and said that he wanted to streamline it because you already have uh peter parker and, and right. gwen stace so 
And that's really a shame for the actress because they can't even have like a director's cut on home video if no. they're going to completely recast the character. Yeah. She's, right. just, she's just cut out of it. Now, on our Twitter, we had a question from Blaine McLean. Uh, he's known on Twitter as Cool Blaine. Does Mary Jane being cut from Amazing Spider-Man 2 mean Gwen is doomed? If Gwen goes out, doesn't the Green Goblin have to do it? I do want to answer this question. I think it's a fantastic question. Thank you, Blaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I do think Gwen will die. I'm going to let the other leftovers talk, too. But I do think Gwen will die. I also think that the Green Goblin won't do it. We, we've, I mean, Mark Webb, he has veered away from the original source material, and I, I think he'll do it again here. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. We didn't get the line from Uncle Ben in the first film that defined Spider-Man. Right. With, with great power comes great responsibility. Mark Webb seems a little more hung up on Peter's parents <laughs> than his relationship with Aunt May and yeah, Uncle Ben. Right. Um, I think his father will show up in a movie and give him, the, the, give him that line. Hmm. Somewhere yeah, along. you're right. Yeah. Uh, so ultimately, I think I think someone else will, will kill Gwen. Spoiler alert. I'm sorry if you haven't read the comic. <laughs> it's been around for 20-some years. Uh, or long, Actually, longer than that. As far as cutting Mary Jane out of the film, I think it's great for the second yeah. film. I, I think that they were worried that they might not have you know time to properly introduce Mary Jane after right. Gwen's demise. But now with two more movies slated for a total of four, they are actually given the time to tell the story that they wanted to instead of introducing characters too early. And being a half-ass right. storytelling. I also think right. they're focused on this bigger universe. We're also going to get uh, a movie where Spider-Man battles all of his rogues, I think, and we'll get to see him take on the Sinister Six in a film. Ooh. That'll be awesome. Oh, that's nice. What do you guys think? I, I don't think anything's sacred for Mark Webb. To be honest, I'm not a big fan of his interpretation of Peter Parker. I mean, a Peter Parker who skateboards and has hair gel... And flirts with girls really isn't my Peter Parker anymore. They're trying to modernize it. I'm kind of down on the Mark Webb Spider-Man. Okay. I'm excited for Sinister Six and and to see more villains. I'm I'm even excited to see Jamie Foxx Electro, but Mm -hmm. that first Spider-Man movie didn't do much for me with its uh, Voldemort-looking lizard character and... (laughs) Just, that's the one thing I feel like Peter. I, I enjoyed it. I think I, I think it. I've said this in the past on an episode that I hated the first three. I didn't care for him, and I love Spider Man. I don't agree with that. I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's just the fact that I, I enjoyed the last, the latest one out of all of them. I see. I liked uh, the first one. I thought the second one was amazing. Really. And yes. then I, I was yeah. one of the few people that did like the third movie. Yeah. I didn't like Topher Grace's Venom. Hell no. Too campy yeah. and comedy. I agree. But no, I, I, I'm Spider-Man looking forward to the next three. Oh. What's that, Jake? Spider-Man 2 is like the Godfather Part 2 of comic book movies it is. to me, though. It's so it is. good. Yeah. It, it is amazing. Um, Alfred Molina as Doc Ock, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. He does nail it. If they brought Doc Ock back into Spider-Man, uh, the Amazing Spider-Man series, I would not be opposed to him coming back. No, not, no, at, not all. at all. He was no. amazing. Um, um, he can flirt with girls now, too. <laughs> yeah, he can. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is that we already have um, the rhino. Yeah, um, we, Paul have... Giam- we have got Paul Giamatti playing the rhino, which did you guys know that no. Paul Giamatti, his, he, he, he petitioned for this part. He, no way. That's his favorite character in the wow. Spider-Man series. Very cool. So he is he, a cool character. Yeah. yeah. So it, when you break him down to his human side, you know. But, I've seen photos and he looks great. I barely recognized him. Yeah. Yeah. But you okay, so you already have Rhino, which is supposed to be kind of a suit more than a mutation. Right. You know what I mean? He doesn't have superpowers necessarily. Um you've got Electro, Jamie Foxx. Right. Yeah. 
and then you also have Felicity Jones as right. Black Cat. Well, hold so, on, hold on, hold on. That has not been confirmed, Jay. It has not been confirmed, but it's a strong possibility, and she is not denying it. Well, um, hold she's on. She's been interviewed, uh huh, and, and she's not denying it whatsoever. She's just saying that would be interesting. Yes, right. Hold on. I've actually got. She actually talked with uh, Flicks in the City. She was asked yes. about her possible role as Felicia Hardy as Black Cat. I'm going to go ahead and play a clip from that uh, interview real cool. quick. Cool. And Felicity, of course, we know you so much for all the great indie films that you make. We're moving on to a big superhero blockbuster project with the amazing Spider-Man 2. How does it feel working on something like that? Uh, well, I really enjoyed it because it was so different from anything I've ever done before. Um, and just testing a, a different thing in you as an actor because the scale is just so enormous um but i had a really good fun time are you looking forward to everyone seeing you as black cat finally um well uh possibly i don't know <laughs> yeah i kind of <laughs> yeah it's um yeah if that happens that would be wonderful yeah <laughs> sure sounds like she's gonna be black cat yeah right i mean she so, tried to play it off i think she got caught in a corner and kind yeah, of gave it she away couldn't lie about it. right Right. And so, you know, to me, we're talking about Mary Jane. I mean, to include her when you already have this plethora of characters, including Black Cat as another love interest and Gwen Stacy's possible death. Yeah, you have to leave it out. So, you know, I'm not concerned about that decision. I don't care who they cast, you know. Right. It's unfortunate that it happened for that actress. But yeah. yeah and if she comes back, she comes back. If she doesn't, she doesn't. I just want them to be able to tell the story that they want to tell. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. And it's it's going to be interesting. Uh, Brian, did you um, hear about the Green Goblin armor description that was leaked also this last week? No, please get into that. I haven't heard anything. <laughs> so it's kind of disappointing. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> They're going for a more Power Rangers look than last time? Oh, no, no it's shit. Actually, it's actually... <laughs> The description is a mixture of the Iron Man armor from the from the last movie and Catwoman's armor from Dark Knight Rises. Mm. Uh, no helmet, uh, but like Bluetooth stuff in his ears, so what it looks like f- he has pointed goblin ears. Didn't they learn from uh, the first film? <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. No. <laughs> the, yeah, the Franco version. Yeah, yeah, and. and and this was exactly what it sounds like. It sounds like the same thing, but the only difference is it has this like spine that I guess taps into him, you know, and more more like the ultimate Green Goblin. Has Sony not learned what Marvel knows that you can exactly. you can do these costumes? Yeah, you don't have to be the X Men and put them in a black costume. You can right. put them in their traditional costumes, and it works. Yes. Yeah, he's a madman. He's the Green Goblin. Make him look like that. Right. Amen. They they, they gave him they gave him spiky hair, spiky green hair. Fuck um, you, Sony. No, fuck you. Harry Osborn did, had the exact opposite of that. But yeah, you're right. Fuck it. I mean, that makes so me mad. Crazy. Yeah. I wish Marvel had had Spider Man back so bad. I would so love to see Spider Man in the Avengers. Absolutely. And see, Brian, I was gonna yeah. say. That's what worries me about them announcing this already. They're like, oh, we've got it. So you guys will definitely not get the property uh, of Spider-Man because mm-hmm. we've already confirmed we're going to do two more movies. Well, that's, that's, that's why they're doing it. That's I'm exactly sure. that's why they're doing it. Yeah. That is exactly why they're doing it. Because so there was weird. talk that you know that uh, Disney was going to try to buy Spider-Man. Right. And then oh, Sony, Sony was like, whoa, we haven't heard anything about this. No way. And so this news comes out. Of course, yeah. They're not going to want to give them They Spider-Man. know. 
they know no matter what they put out, people are going to go see Spider-Man. Yep, absolutely. They're going to make their money back on anything. And if they don't make their money back on the movie, they're going to make it back in merchandise. Yep. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, Jesus. They'll make it back I mean, on the movie, though. Yeah. You know they will. I mean, I know I'm going to buy new Spider-Man under Roos. <laughs> I'm I know getting I'm the bed sheets for sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is just disappointing news as far as costume design. If, if Oh, my gosh. It's scary. They said it wasn't even green. It was more black, you know, like a black map finish, and it looked like Iron Man's armor. Basically, right now I'm gonna gi- I'm gonna give yeah. that fucking I'm gonna give that a toss, toss it. it right now. <laughs> Let's just call it Black Goblin. And make it make it darker. Yeah, I mean, come on, uh, fuck. This is this is his Joker. All right, right. You don't want to see the Joker as some farce. No, and and just some like like maybe he's just like painted up like a normal fucking clown or some shit because it's got to be realistic, yeah. you know. I'm starting to get pissed off. Let's move on to something cooler, okay. something <laughs> better. Uh, there was some really good Star Wars Episode Seven news that came out. According to Deadline, the casting directors uh, April Webster and Alyssa Weisberg have sent casting breakdowns to agents for the new film. Mm. Oh, wow. Here is the speculated list of characters that will occupy the main cast of the film. They are looking for a young man aged between 20 and 25, witty and smart, fit but not classically handsome. They are also Hmm. looking for a man in late 20s, also fit, but this one is handsome and confident. Hmm. Late teenage girl, independent, good sense of humor, also physically fit. Second young female, also late teens, tough, smart, and physically fit. Man in his 40s, obviously physically fit. This one is a, <laughs> this one is a military type. <laughs> a man around 30 or so, this one is an intellectual type. Huh. Finally, a guy aged around 70, strong opinions and tough. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. So who could that mean? I mean, I know I know a couple people I heard in there. Yeah, I guess you could you could take some stabs at that. Maybe that, I thought I thought that was a joke at first when I saw that because it, it was just like physically fit, physically fit. So it makes you wonder, you know, what I are they doing? I in still movie? I, I still want Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> I do too. It, at this point, it sounds like uh, Jason and Jaina Solo in that casting. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, yeah, it does. And. And Luke Skywalker. And older but that means they Skywalker. are going to bring in some expanded universe, but maybe tweak it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, Abrams knows what's going on in the, in the comic book. Sure I heard possibility that they were going to kind of flip the roles of Jason and Jaina, and that uh, Jason was going to end up being the main villain of the whole trilogy. Ooh, Ooh. that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. That, that he, would be... They already have a Darth name for him and everything. No way. And that, that would Jason be... Solo will be the main villain of the whole new trilogy. That'd be a cool twist. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I don't know why. Because if anyone knows the expanded universe, it's kind of Jaina that becomes the dark side. Right. No, that would be awesome. Um, Did you guys have any more news? That's all all the Star Wars news I have. Uh, Beware the Batman. Um, If we're talk a little bit about DC for a second. Go for it. Um, it you know, this is a new uh, cartoon series. It's going to be on Cartoon Network. Um, if you guys have seen the Green Lantern series at all. Yeah, uh, the, lately. The, I have. The Cartoon Network, like right. the CG one. It, he, yeah, it's CG and it's it's like computer animated. Yeah. Right. Um, They're doing the same that, thing with Batman, yeah. The, yeah, exactly. This is that times a thousand, though. I right. mean, if you guys, there's a new folding trailer out. They did a teaser uh, a couple weeks ago, and this is the new folding tra- uh, trailer. 
and it shows him fighting some of the villains. Now, the different thing about this is is it's villains we don't know. Um, besides Ra's al Ghul, who's going to be in it, and possibly his daughter, uh, Talia, this is going to be just new villains, and they're kind of street-level uh, like mobster types, you know, which, like which, like like you would picture in a realistic Gotham, which we saw uh, in the Madness. last video game. If anybody played the exactly, uh, yeah. So it's it's going to be more street level thugs and like crime bosses and stuff like that. Did you say and, there was a trailer uh, out? Yeah, there's a full link trailer out. Um, just search it on YouTube. Beware the Batman uh, full link trailer, and uh, you'll you'll see it. Um, it's it's not very long, but it's really really action packed, fucking cool. Right. Um, you don't see this kind of action in most comic book stuff. Even the Green Lantern series, which is similar in, in the way it looks, this was amazing. Like fight scenes and stuff between him and some of these villains. Dude, um, I was and I, so I'm really excited about it. I was so pissed when they canceled Young Justice. Yeah, yeah, Young dude, Justice. Dude, I so good. loved Young Justice, man. And it's like, okay, so they canceled Young Justice, then they canceled the Green Lantern, and I was like, shit. They actually had said that they might start a Kickstarter to yeah, bring them back. Cool. So, and then Cartoon Network and DC were like, nope, not happening. Yeah, I don't understand that decision because, yeah. I mean, it would have been phenomenal. You know what, guys? I'm I'm excited for the new Batman cartoon, but I don't think anything will ever beat that Batman the animated series from no. the 90s. I can still remember running home from grade from school. school. Yeah, yeah. Get in front of Fox at three o'clock to be able to see that. That that was so good and so gritty and dark. But definitely, this looks like it's going to be kind of the same thing, just a little updated, you know. Right. As as far as the animation goes. Um. And and speaking of uh, uh, Batman video games, so Arkham Origins is coming out. Oh my gosh, Um, looks amazing. that's the prequel, of course, to Ar- Arkham City, Asylum and Arkham yeah. City. Um, and there's going to be a Digi comic tie-in. So kind of like Unju- Injustice, um, you had the comic book tie-in. There's going to be a digital comic book tie-in. Um, and I just wanted to bring that up because, I, you know, I fucking love Batman. Those games are awesome. They're some of my favorite uh, games, period, is, is the Batman Arkham City games and stuff like Those that. Those are the type so. of games that you beat a level and you keep going. <laughs> Like, you just do it over and over again. Yeah. It's, that's how fun it is. And those uh, digital DC comic exclusives are always very, very well priced. Usually only ninety nine cents when they do that. Yeah, it's it's pretty cheap, and and it's a cool way to keep. It's going to tie in with the video game, so you're going to want to read the story if you're going to be playing the game, which I I know I am. So and speaking of video game news, didn't Dan have something about video games? Yeah, what was that? Basically, what I wanted to talk about was <clears throat> we brought this up before with the Xbox uh, one coming out. That was everybody hated, right. you know, what was going on with that. Since we last talked about that PlayStation four, obviously has announced that their new console is going to be a hundred dollars cheaper. Um, right. it is going to support used games, single player games with no internet. Um, basically what I believe I'm going to be spending my money on, um, until this past week, Xbox, Microsoft announced that they were going back on their word. They yeah. They gonna, retracted. I they read retracted that. everything pretty much and said that they're going to okay. go ahead and do used games with no restrictions. They're going to do the one-time setup with internet, but after that, you don't need any internet to play a single-player game. I just wanted to get your guys' opinions on why you think they did that. Was it because of PlayStation, um, or were you expecting them to maybe wait until after the console release to announce that? I think it was public outcry, Dan. I mean, I I didn't see anyone that supported that idea, and we pretty much all booed and groaned about it. I met one person that said would defend Xbox One to the death, and this this is what he told me. He said... Doesn't everybody already have internet in their house? I mean, there's microwaves and refrigerators that have to be connected to internet. <laughs> what? No, I'm dead serious. And I read that and I said, 
I know about maybe 2% of the nation that has a microwave or and a refrigerator in their house that has to be hooked to internet. <laughs> I've never even heard of that. Are you telling me I need a system update to have some fucking popcorn now? Yeah, Jesus exactly. Christ. I don't I don't get that. Like next thing you're going to tell me is that I need to make sure my dishwasher gets a internet upgrade before they can wash new plates that oh, I bought. Oh my god. Like come yeah. on now. Like no just because everybody has internet doesn't mean that they want their kids playing on the internet. Right. For example, I know somebody who has Wait, wait. What if I need to Google reheating my meatloaf? You can only do it on your microwave now. (laughs) There's like a two-inch screen on the keypad. What the hell? It's not touchscreen either. And Samsung's making it. And they're using, you know, I I just don't get it. Do you have Guy Fieri telling you like, (laughs) hey, wait, wait, stop. Before you reheat your meatloaf. (laughs) But what would be cool though is like if I open up my refrigerator and like a voice came over the internet and was like, do you really need those cookies right now? (laughs) And I kind of like stepped back and I was like... You might be right. Do you really need to order Jimmy John's when we're podcasting? <laughs> Do you really need I'm, to? And I'm yeah, done I eating. Hope that was good. No, yeah. I haven't even ate it yet. <laughs> oh shit. Um, but anyways, no. I just I, I wanted to bring that up just because I know PlayStation Four came out after uh, Xbox One announced everything and said that they're going to be a hundred dollars cheaper. And you know, I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with it, but some of the games that are coming out for the new consoles, like Watch Dogs, have you guys ever watched any of the, the trailers for it yet? Yeah, yeah I saw a bunch of the E3 stuff. Oh my gosh, crazy. I mean, some of these games now, we're getting into stuff we dreamed of five years ago, and it's finally happening with even the sports games and uh, GTA Five that's coming out this fall. Yeah, it's super realistic like never before. I mean, you thought PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 was... You know, good with their with their, and this isn't just like cinema cinema scenes. This is like the actual face, gameplay, face rendering on the new NBA. And get this, NBA Live is coming back this yeah, fall. Yeah, it is NBA Live, yep. NBA Live or NBA Jam. NBA oh, Live. I wish it was NBA Jam. You remember NBA Live? How they got rid of that for a long time. Yeah, I, I'm more I'm more of a fan of NBA Jam. Anyway, you're you, on fire. You can play exactly. You can play NBA Jam <laughs> right now on your iPhone. They have they keep updating. That Who game. wants to play NBA Jam on their fucking iPhone? Though? <laughs> it's good on the iPad. I won't I won't I won't uh, ignore that. But no anyway, NBA Live's coming back. Uh, it's an EA Sports game and they actually showed pictures of uh, current basketball players rendered down to the video game and it looks like it's you're amazing. watching a live game. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. Crazy. Hey Brian, I'll, I'll fuck you up in NBA Jam. Dude, I'm going to fuck uh, Dude, seriously, I would butt fuck you in NBA Jam. <laughs> oh, that shit's on, dude. I'm going to fucking tear your fucking asshole up. Bullshit, in dude. Oh, Bullshit. Man. Dude, I do. I used to play NBA Jam all the time at Pizza Works in Peoria, motherfucker. Boom shakalaka. Oh, shit. That shit's on. The Fucking A. On. It's on. The challenge is on. The gauntlet has been tossed. It's been thrown. <laughs> I do want to bring something up real quick before we move on about a listener and a current Twitter winner. Yeah. Cool. Um, the Daft Punk album. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she tweeted me letting me know that we she finally got it. Charlotte Callantine. Right. And she, J- Jake was the one who pronounced her name correctly. Right. She finally received the album, and she said I did, I did. Uh, that this is the only thing being played in her Jeep right now. Awesome. She's definitely oh. not playing Pop Culture Leftovers. We- <laughs> <laughs> she listened to that one episode to get the free CD, and then like, now she's like, she's like, screw you guys. <laughs> fuck these motherfuckers. But I, I wanted to bring that oh, up, though, because... That's my casino rule, too. <laughs> uh, Jay and Jake, I know you guys have listened to the album. Brian, you're still kind of... I don't know why you haven't gotten to it yet, but... Um, I'm now like four weeks into this album, and I think it's going to win album of the year. Yeah, I agree. It's it's such a good album as a whole. You know, uh, you don't get that a lot. And and to me, this is like a nice aged 
Daft Punk, you know. It took yeah. five years to make this album. It's yeah. a great album. I mean, it's it's an instant party the moment you put it on. I mean, if, if you can't have fun with that album on, then... A buddy of mine told me, he said, if you can't move any part of your body to this movie, then you're dead. Or this album, you're dead. Right. I agree. And the fact that each song has a different effect um, on, on listeners, I think, is amazing. Because how often can you get that nowadays? I think Instant Crush is my favorite song right now. Yeah, it, it, it goes from highs to lows. It, it's such a cohesive record. I love it. And, and and again, yeah, you don't hear that nowadays. You just hear singles and stuff like that. And well, what do you just, say? This is pure music. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know, she she won the contest, and you know, I just want to thank uh, uh, Carla, right? Charla. Charla. Oh, yeah, I can't wow. Even Jake's the only Carla. one that knows her name. Apparently, she works at Cheers, and she's a bartender now. It's a Cumberbum syndrome. Cumber, Cumberbum. Cumberbum. She's married, she's married to Okay, we want to definitely we want to thank Charlotte Collantine for playing in our uh, Daft Punk contest. And there'll yes. be more contests, not necessarily music-related. We'll have others, yes, for sure. And we want everybody to participate. Yeah, and keep being interactive. She's she's one of the best. Uh, we hear from her quite a bit, and we we had a lot of good you know uh, response this week. So uh, keep it up. We we really love to hear from you guys. Yeah, nothing yeah. gives us a chubby more than fan interaction for sure. <laughs> no, I love that's like the best part of this is actually hearing from people that listen to this stupid ass show. Oh, yes. for sure. Seriously, because I couldn't listen to this fucking show. <laughs> so, like, anybody seconds. that can sit through this motherfucker and listen to it, I got to give them props. And I want to hear yeah, from you. For sure. So, we watched some movies that we didn't really talk about a couple weeks ago. We watched This Is The End. There's some of us that watched it. Who watched it? I watched it. I watched, I watched it. it. Dan? <laughs> I, I, well, but Dan. I haven't seen I it yet, out. but I do want to see it. And I And here's the point now. You guys can talk about it. I'm still going to go see it after the review. You guys are going to give it. We're not going to spoil anything. We're just going to talk fine. about it a little bit. Because I think a lot of the trailers have spoiled some of the main. Yeah. You know, You're right. I haven't right. seen the movie, but I can tell what kind of movie it's going to be. Uh, I well, re- I, maybe I, not. Yeah, maybe not. If we're going to talk about it, though, I do want to say the trailer I did see is Michael Sarah smacking Rihanna's ass, and that's the only reason why I want to see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good reason. Yeah. So uh, let's let's you you guys want to go ahead and rate it. Yeah. Do it. All right. I'm going to rate it a Tupperware as a comedy. Okay. I mean, I'm rating this as a comedy. It's a Tupperware. It's probably the funniest movie that I've seen all year. It's probably the funniest movie I've seen in the last few years. Wow. I mean, uh, I grew up in church, and a lot of this has to deal with like the end times and stuff that right. people you, you you know hear about in church and things like that. And they put a funny spin on it. I thought it was hilarious. I really enjoyed it. Um, Michael Cera was like the highlight for me. Him and Danny McBride were so yes. funny in this film but go ahead i want to hear what jake and jay have to say i i also give it a tupperware um i didn't even want to see this movie i don't generally go to see comedies in the theater because I, i'm more into the big expansive action movies i want to see that on film um so you know for for me to see this especially since i'm so burnt out on those characters uh seth rogan and, and james franco um, and all the whole buddy system, even Michael Sarah sometimes, you right. know, it's, it's a bit too much. Um, but he was brilliant. The whole cast was brilliant. The story was so cool. And that's like I said, Dan, you probably you saw the trailers, but you really there, there's a twist in this movie and, and you're led to believe something else. So it, it's very interesting the way it was set up. It's not your typical comedy in the slightest. And I would also agree it's the funniest thing I, I 
I mean, Brian, it wasn't the funniest thing you've ever seen. I would say it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I, uh, I agree with both of you. I also give this movie a Tupperware. Um, I'm not even a big fan of any of these actors, and I thought me not liking them and them portraying such dickish versions of themselves <laughs> just made it all the more funny. Um, the situation that's happening is played very straight and very serious. The threat is very real. Yeah. And all the comedy comes from the actors and what they do with the situation happening. I, it was very much like Shaun of the Dead like that. And I thought, I thought it was very witty and very funny. Unlike Shaun of the Dead, though, it didn't have gimmicks necessarily. Like the humor didn't come from gimmicks. Yeah. It came from how well this was written. And, and especially for the characters and fucking Jonah Hill killed it as well as uh, Danny McBride. Jonah Hill, he's he's kind of playing himself throughout the movie, but he's not. And, and you know, people who haven't seen it will realize what I'm talking about. But I thought he was fucking hilarious. Just like Michael Sarah's brief yeah. kind of thing was hilarious. Tons well. of great cameos. That it, it was a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that they uh, had a lot of the uh, freaks and geeks stuff in that. Did you see like right. the freaks and geeks like painting on the back of the wall? Yes. At one point of the movie. Which was a great series. Yeah. And Brian, you had pointed out to me that there's one shot where all the super bad principal actors are all included in the same shot. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard Mindy Kaling makes an appearance, too, in that movie. Oh, oh yeah. She's great. She talks about Michael Sarah's dick. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I definitely want to see this movie, and I can't actually wait until I see this movie. It was just a long week as far as uh, trying to fit shit in, and I couldn't fit it in. Um, but I do believe that next week it will be fit in. Well, you guys know that you know the character that uh, Jay, yeah, the, yeah, one of the main characters. Him right. and Seth Rogen were on a show called Undeclared mm-hmm. with Charlie True. Hunnam from uh, what was it, uh, Sons of Anarchy, and he's also going to be Pacific Rim. That's where right. their backstory is. Like they were on that show Undeclared. I loved Undeclared. It was a fantastic. The same show. guy that was in. Um, the the movie where he gets the hot girl yeah okay. yeah exactly yeah, the same he was guy. In knocked up with the with the Canadian flag on his chest yeah, right right yeah undeclared was great and then you had the freaks and geeks guys with James Franco and Seth Rogen and then you had the super bad it was great Jason Segel in the movie yes okay he's in the movie yes, too he was. Craig Robinson was great too Craig Robinson was awesome. Dude, if it's still out in theaters where you're at, check it out. It's so funny. I haven't laughed so hard in a movie in a long time. My girlfriend does not like raunchy movies at all, but she still felt that she was forced to laugh in certain situations. That's cool. Because that that gives me hope with my situation. Yeah. Dude, I totally agree with that because, like I said, I didn't want to see it. But and I was trying not to laugh. I was trying to say this is going to be fucking stupid. Right. But I felt the same way that I was forced to laugh and I could not stop. It was hilarious. Well, I cannot s- wait until Dan sees the reveal at the end of this movie. Oh god, yeah, yeah. The the ending, yeah. Oh we don't want god, to the away, ending but. is hilarious. <laughs> uh, I, I cannot wait for Dan. The um, even Seth Rogen laughing at himself right. in this movie is great. Making fun of his laugh. Oh, yeah. Because it's terrible. It is terrible. But he knows it's terrible. It was like the second line of the movie, too. It was immediately. Well, a lot of this was making fun of Seth Rogen. Right. Wasn't it? I mean, to me. He brought up the superhero movie he did. Oh, Danny McBride brought up the the Green Hornet. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Jake, me and you, we went and saw World War Z. Hmm. Yes. So, (laughs) I, I would like to give my rating of this film right now. Okay. 
Toss that motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> shit. Wow, I'm not surprised. Toss that bitch. I'm not surprised. Right? Jake, come on. I, back I me agree. up. I agree. Toss, toss that fucking bitch. Okay, the best part of it was the uh, Wolverine trailer at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I do. I, I have a question, though. Sure. Uh, the trailer I saw for this movie, there looked like a good scene. There's, I'm a, they're, they're, Did they show the end credits? They're zombies, right? <laughs> Did they show the end credits? They're zombies, right? They're zombies. And they're, like, climbing up some wall, and mm-hmm. they're all shooting. Was that cool? Or I was getting ready to say the best part of the movie to me was the whole Israel the whole Israel set piece. That was like the only enjoyable. Seriously, piece. you enjoyed the relentless waves of CGI zombies. <laughs> I just, I liked how fast, I like seeing how fast it was taken over once they got over the wall. That's what yeah, I heard okay, about this That's movie. the only way they tried to make it sense of this movie is because like zombies, when you get bit, you turn in 12 seconds. That's, that's the, the only way this is fucking possible. That's what I read about is that they do, unlike traditional zombie movies, they turn pretty quick. Anyway, the best part of this film was probably the uh, the trailer for the Wolverine. Did you get the Wolverine trailer in yours, Jake? I did. I did. Did you see the robotic samurai that he fights? Uh, yeah, the robotic silver samurai. Dude, what? I had not seen that. That is badass. That was cool. That was cool. Huh. So do you think it won't be the human silver samurai because of this? Or Yeah, I don't think so. Huh. I don't think so. It doesn't look human at all. No, it does not. No, it doesn't. Oh, wow. Anyway, you fried wonton strips on them also, I believe. There was a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was about 20 minutes in um, World War Z that I liked. The first 20 minutes were actually kind of cool. Yeah. The and, plane crash was kind of neat, too. Yeah. Dude, but the well, what, even the... What? The opening credits sequence pissed me off. (laughs) There's these blurry images and clear images on the screen at the same time. I read about that. And it hurt my eyes. I had to look away. I couldn't look. I was like on my phone, looking at my phone and like going on Facebook and like, (laughs) like, I I don't know. I was Googling like. He was secretly listening to the Daft Punk album. Yeah. (laughs) I was. No, I was like Googling like, will World War Z opening credits fuck up my eyesight? (laughs) You went, you went to the optometrist they, as soon as you they left. Had, there was like clear images and blurry images on the screen during the opening uh, sequence at the same time, and it was hurting my eyes to watch the screen. Yeah. Why Did you notice that, Jake? That? I, actually, I was getting popcorn during the opening. You're lucky. Oh, my God. <laughs> the popcorn was why, better than the movie. Were, what, was, <laughs> what, what was the purpose of that? It was, was like was television somebody, footage, like, right? Or something? Or? I thought that they were trying to be really like creative and cool and like, I don't know. Dude, it was stupid. Like the whole, uh, yeah. like the whole opening sequence was they were showing like you know, um, I don't know the evolution of like how different how it happened. viruses yeah. can happen and blah 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 blah. It blah. was like a David Fincher title sequence gone wrong. Yeah, I, I well, read so, about. Oh, go ahead, Dan. I read about five minutes of this movie, and I think that will do me just fine. I don't want to yeah, give away I, any spoilers, but okay, here's like. Here's here's the movie. Here's the movie. You want to hear about the movie? Yeah. Okay. I definitely want to hear about it. Okay. At the beginning of the movie, you've got Brad Pitt and his family and they're trying Does he have to have long hair. He's got like it's like kind of mild, like like not mild. He's got kind of <laughs> like long hair, but it's like it's not like it's not like long, it's like shoulder length. Oh, ooh. Right. Okay. Ooh. So like, you know, mm. he's he's like hanging out with his family and he's making pancakes and his family's all happy so they're trying to show this family so now you're like gonna you're get sucked like in. you're sucked in like ooh they're a family <laughs> like, like Independence family. Day almost yeah they're a family yeah. and so now you see the family and now the family they're gonna go and they're gonna get in the car and they get in the car and then then like something's happening in the city there's a big traffic jam in the city nobody can move in the city what's going on what's going on what's, go- 
What's going what on? What city are they in? They're in like, is it New York? Are we talking like about f- War of the Worlds now? No. We're talking about World War Z. Oh, yeah, same, same description. <laughs> and so, like, you know, Brad Pitt gets out of the car, and then the T-1000 comes out of nowhere. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, get back in your car right now. Remain in your vehicle. And then he gets hit with a truck, and he's dead. So the T-1000's right. dead. So the family, they get up, and they get out of the car, and they start running. And they're a dog, too. And they start, no, that's, that's I Am Legend. Okay. So, like, the family, <laughs> they get out of the car, and they start running. They're running. And then they get into an RV, and that's when I think of Dale from The Walking Dead. <laughs> or Breaking Bad. And I'm like, why are they getting into an RV? Oh, because this, they wanted us to think about The Walking Dead. The, only, it, the only way you survive a zombie apocalypse is if you have an RV. <laughs> exactly. Right? You have to have an RV. So if this ever happens, locate your Nearest closest RV, RV, and then you'll be fine. You'll at least go three seasons. Yeah, it was horrible. They spent so much time on uh, making you like try to figure out how this happened, and then they never tell you. And you know, it's just you no. Brad Pitt turns into so- Carmen San Diego, and he just he, <laughs> oh, I used to love he that travels show. the globe. He tra- Let's go to Jerusalem. Oh, right. now we need to go to India. Now we need yeah. to go to. Now we need to go to Egypt. Now we need to go to. Uh, let's go to uh, Kokomo because the Beach Boys they're yeah. awesome. And that's then, now- where we want to <laughs> go. How many, uh, how many Chanel ads do you think he uh, taped while he was making this movie? <laughs> it was, dude. This movie was so, horrible. So. No, all I'm going to say about this movie is I don't want any of our listeners to go and see it. Hold on. I do not want you to waste your hard-earned money Before on Before you say that, the audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes is an 86%. That's ridiculous. What? The critics rating is a 67. Uh, That's better than Man of Steel. I know. Yeah, I don't know if it's because of Brad Pitt. Man of Steel, last time I checked, was like at a 56%, 56, yeah, which yeah. was like 4% away from fresh. Can you please tell us what the Z means, though? Zombie? Zombie. Okay, that's what I thought. World zombie, yeah. I didn't know if they were going to throw a twist in there and some kind of bullshit. Mm -mm. The only thing that I thought was cool was they did explain, like, where the zombies... How how they became zombies and like it, and Matthew Fox was in it. No, they didn't even dis- they didn't even explain how they became zombies. They just no, explained they how they you can defeat it. Yeah, they never said how they became zombies, right. but they like tried to act like that was the focus of the movie for the whole movie. There yeah. were flashbacks. About See, it, that's what never that's what makes like uh, freaking um, Walking Dead so cool is because they don't try to explain like where the zombies came from. It's all about character development and you falling in love with these characters. It's not about like the why and like how do we solve all this shit. Uh, somebody, um, Renee Rodriguez from Miami Herald said, World War Z opens with an undeniable bang. But if this is the way the world ends, then we're going out with a whimper. Yeah. Because, like, the first 20 minutes, like, there was a part where, like, a zombie came out of nowhere at the beginning and made me jump. And after that, it was just like, oh, my God, this is horrible. The plane scene on on trailer looked amazing, though. Mm -hmm. What was better, the plane scene in Dark Knight Rises or this plane scene? Dark Knight Rises. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Jake, what did you guys, guys, uh, Brian and Jake, think about the ending? Because that was rewritten, right, by Lindenoff, correct? Yeah. Um, uh, Did you guys notice a shift, you know, towards the end of the story? Did it make it better? Uh, They should have let Lindelof write the whole thing. I mean, I don't think anyone could save this movie at this point. Really? Yeah. So the, the ending didn't, like, gratify in any way from the beginning half. Right. No, not at all. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. I like 
I like I thought it was cool how they solved everything. It's just all the shit in the middle was just like boring me to death. Dude, there are times where I wanted to go to sleep in this movie. Wow. So it yeah, sounds like I you should have went and saw Monsters U. Actually, I, I would have rather have seen Monsters University. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that looks good, actually. A G movie. Yeah, go figure. <laughs> I can't stand Billy Crystal for more than about 10 minutes. <laughs> Oh man, I He's, love some old school Billy. But Crystal. besides Brad Pitt, oh, who was in this movie? Hmm? Besides Brad Pitt, what? Who else was in this there movie? Was, there was no name in this movie besides Brad. Pitt. I don't know anybody else in this movie but Brad Pitt. They say Matthew Fox was a para jumper. Do you know the? Do you know the book World War C was written by Max Brooks, who is the son of Mel Brooks? I didn't know huh. that. Huh? That's yeah. what I was going to ask. Was this was this um, based off of a book or? It was a book, yeah. It was, it was based off a novel. Loosely. Right? But, I mean, honestly, yeah, anything that comes out now zombie-related, how many of us are going to compare it to a, of, of The of the Walking Dead? Or George yeah. A. Romero. Right. I mean, or Night, yeah. of, Night of the Living, Night Dead, of the Living yeah. Dead, yeah. You know, like, Jake, why did the zombies sound like velociraptors? <laughs> I thought they acted more like werewolves than zombies. I was well, they kept, the they, they, kept, I they, they kept, like, chattering their teeth. Yeah, yeah. What was that all Maybe about? Maybe they were on crack. <laughs> they were like... <laughs> It was weird. It was not like a zombie movie I'd ever seen. So what before. was wrong with them then? They were infected with some sort of like a virus, but we never found out why. We just okay. found out yeah. how to kind of like so no know, adapt to it. Is there going to be a sequel? Oh god, I hope not. I think, I think it's doing pretty well. It Box is doing pretty line. well. It, that and Monsters University are doing better than projected. So I don't know. Yeah, I thought they were talking about a possible sequel already. And oh it was god, kind of set up for that. Oh god, there's no way I would watch it. Yeah. There's no well, way I, would I mean, watch unfortunately, it. though, it seems like most people are liking it. But. I know. Like somebody on my Facebook page today, like I posted that I was at the theater watching World War Z, and they were like, "So good," and I'm like, "Right, that's the only movie they've ever seen." It was so crappy. But on a brighter <laughs> note, actually on something more exciting, can I bring something up that was on live TV tonight? Sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, did anybody hear about the Skywire across Grand no. Canyon? No. There was a guy named Nick Wallenda, um, tight tightrope walker who actually went across the Grand Canyon tonight on a wa- on a tightrope. Holy shit. They had the whole thing live on discoverychannel.com and it was live on Discovery's uh, TV channel. From did what he they survive? Yes, he did. Uh, the crazy thing is I've, I've actually been watching it tonight as we've been recording, but the thing is, is that he walked across the Grand Canyon that was four football lengths long. Right. Oh, with a tightrope. With, with a, with a tightrope. Yeah. And, and, and Jesus. I don't know I don't know too much about tightrope walking, um, but the big long pole they hold obviously helps with their back. Right. Is that like cheating or is that? Some people do it without, but that's very, very rare. So it's normally with a with a pole. There was also a movie on Netflix that showcased a guy back in the 60s who walked across the Twin Towers. Yeah, the right. Man on a Rope. Man on a Rope, yeah. Which I've never the, seen that. I heard it's awesome. I watched the first half an hour, and it honestly bored me to death. Really? Oh, my God. I was, I was actually like on Netflix, and if you watch it on a computer, you can like drag your mouse across the progress bar and see like different scenes. And I was doing that the whole right. movie because I was just ready to watch them walk, but they never really showed it. But tonight they showed five, six different cameras angles of this guy and honestly like I, I don't get it i don't get how you can walk across a tightrope with some big ass pole four football lengths that's 400 yards yeah. of walking without a support well it's- everywhere i walk i have a big ass pole <laughs> <laughs> i highly doubt that 
but anyways, they're going to replay it tonight, tomorrow night at 10 o'clock Eastern on Discovery Channel. I highly suggest somebody somebody to watch this because it's, it's mind-blowing. Hey, Jake, uh, you wanted to uh, shout out uh, somebody on the show? Yes, I do want to shout out. Um, Reality Game Masters wrapped up this week. It's a uh, Kickstarter-funded project, which is now available on YouTube, which is um, it's three former survivors and three former Big Brother players playing a Risk game, and it's all filmed like a reality competition show. They're playing the board game Risk. Um, it's hosted by Rob Sesternino, a former survivor. Um, I'm a big survivor fanboy and a big fan of his podcast, Um other than this podcast, it's the only other podcast I listen to now. Um, Rob has a podcast. And uh, I was going to put links on our Facebook page to Reality Game Masters. I'd like our fans to check it out. It was I really enjoyed it very much. It's, it's very clever. Excited to see what board game they play next. Um, the, the only problem I have with what you just said is you said you want our fans to check that out. I what think, fans? What, I don't think we have any. <laughs> the cat right here might. Um, John Cochran, the last Survivor winner, is one of the players. Um, Ian Terry, the last Big Brother winner, is one of the players. Um, it was it was very humorous and very entertaining. Dalton Ross also co-host and he's uh works with Entertainment Weekly and does a lot of their media. So yeah, I'd like everyone to check it out. Check it before you wreck it. <sighs> let's make like Subway and wrap this up, fellas. Yeah, let's wrap this fucker up. Let's hey, I wanted to thank all of our fans for listening uh, this week to our Everything But the Kitchen Sink episode. We ha- we yes. always try to have a good time with these Everything But the Kitchen Sink episodes because it's not like a uh, we're not focusing on like one film. Topic. You know? Right. It's just it's just a bunch of random hodgepodge shit. Of a hodgepodge yeah. of bullshit. Exactly. But I hope it... Yeah, these are definitely my favorite. But I hope it makes some of our listeners more knowledgeable in some of the stuff that may- they maybe had questions on. Or- right. Now, what next week we're going to be talking about some comic books that we are... that's on our pull list and what we're enjoying in the comic books and then also... We're going to be fucking talking about comic book geeks. Exactly. We're going to be talking about <laughs> fucking comic book geeks. We're also going to be talking about some of the uh, toys from our childhood that we remember and we adore. My Little Ponies. Yes. Oh, Baloney Ponies. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since you announced that a couple of days ago, that's all I've been thinking about is childhood toys. Yeah, yeah, I just think it'd be fun. And then the week after that, we're definitely going to be talking about Lone Ranger. And then the week after Lone Ranger For is sure. the all Pog episode. Oh, yes. <laughs> remember Pogs? I remember Pogs. Oh, yeah. I, I, I didn't get into the whole Pog. I didn't like either. Te- they're like high-tech tiddlywinks. Yeah, exactly. So. I used to have a slammer. But uh, you know what? We like to hear from you. We want to hear from people that listen to this show because God God only knows I wouldn't listen to it. So I want to hear from people that would listen to this fucking show. Oh, don't be so hard on yourself. No, I, I wouldn't listen to it. Yes, you would. <laughs> I'm having a hard time listening to you right now. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> So if you if you do like the show, <laughs> wow, number one. <laughs> but we do have a Twitter, and it's at PC Leftovers. Hold on, I'm gonna go over the contact info, and then we're, <laughs> then we're gonna we'll, we'll we'll see you next week for a comic talk. Maybe, maybe <laughs> this might not go down. This anymore. might not be our this might be our last episode. Oh no. We should have a, a poll. Do you want us to keep this show or not? Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a T-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. 
They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless. But I didn't say that. It's Dan. Dan is homeless. Uh, and the funny thing about that is I used to be homeless. No, I'm just playing. Uh, homeless Hill is what I was referred to. Right. Nice. If anybody wants to go ahead and call me that from now on. We will. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Fucking comic right. book Once again, I'm Brian Frederick. I'm Jason Dan. Pipe. Jake Elliott. I'm interrupting everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I'm Brian Frederick. I'm Dan Hill. Jason Piper. Jake Elliott. I forgot what order we say our names in. And we're the and leftovers. We're the Jesus leftovers. Christ. Good night. <laughs> There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. And we don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good it, toss it, good it, taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's race it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over, counterculture, pushovers. Pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids. What's to say's already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. That are original and good Have already been done before So we should Separate the wheat from the shaft And we're the shaft The crap Even though we're the shit Woo! We're the leftovers Picking up the scraps Dropped by the cool kids it, it, It's a trap Good and toss it Good and taste it Do we love it? Hey, let's face it Can't erase it Let's embrace the Tupperware party Subculture spill over Like a vulture carryover Counterculture pushovers Pop culture Leftovers And with the uncool kids What's to say's already been said Leftovers Pretty sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers Good it, do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over counterculture, pushovers, pop culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say's already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this pop culture leftovers.